bad bitches. Money count on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. I'm trying to hustle. That white one. Alrighty. Welcome to barbershop.com. That's right. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversations in the barbershop on Saturday. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Alphaway Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, AC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk here in Alphaway Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Can you hear me Now we're doing something different this time, believe it or not. Uh, we decided to travel yeah. during this area of or the time of the pandemic. Yeah, we did a, a remote shoot, sort of, so to speak. <laughs> and I guess you can't say that, but what I did, I got on the airplane, I, I put on my mask like we're supposed to, I follow all the rules because there's no way I'm not going to be in Arizona for the Trump rally. Yeah. And and I might have went a little overboard. I was kind of dressed up like a mummy, wrapped all up. But I wasn't taking no chances. There was a lot of yahoos on that plane. They weren't wearing no mask or nothing. So yeah, that was amazing to me that they didn't have their mask on. I was like, what's going on right here? But hey, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, we did do some uh, taping down at the Trump rally. So I might as well we just jump right into it. And uh, let's start with it. Uh, first of all, I'm going to describe what we got in there because we went in there. There was a lot of folks that had on cowboy boots uh, and hats, and <laughs> a lot of flags, brown teeth. <laughs> yeah, this one guy said, "I only got two toothes." <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to say that maybe we don't agree with their their views, but uh, they was uh, uh, it, it was these interviews that we did with them was just out of this world. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious, if you ask me. It was enlightening. Very or, enlightening. Or frightening. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. So we're just going to uh, roll it because we recorded this earlier. And as soon as we walked into the rally, the music was just blaring. And I mean, it was blaring. That was the music. <laughs> Yes, that is what we actually heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The barber on the water. <laughs> it, was, it was, the music alone was hilarious to us. But uh, I, I want to play this clip where uh, Casey and I was actually at the rally, and then we kind of went on two different areas interviewing people who will allow us to interview them. Mm-hmm. And so we took the best snippets of the interview and put it together uh, for our listeners. All right, so this is the treat. I do believe, uh, uh, Casey, I'm going to let you go ahead and set up this first interview. 
Tell me what that was all about and who you interviewed. Okay. Well, uh, this was a, a female Trump supporter. And, uh, you know, she was a very enthusiastic Trump supporter. Uh, you know, she was dancing around and she had on um, a rebel flag and, you know, she was really into it. So I, I asked her if she allowed me to get some of her uh, thoughts and interview her, and she agreed to it. All right. So let's listen to some of the interview. Hello, this is KC. I'm at the Trump rally here in Arizona. We're going to try to get uh, some interviews and responses from some of the supporters here. Uh, I, I see a young lady. I'm going to ask her if she'll allow me. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Um, I'm I'm KC from barbershop.talk. I was wondering if I could uh, ask you a few questions for an interview. Well, sure. What would you like to talk about? Well, I'd like to talk about uh, Donald Trump and this rally and, and, and get your thoughts on that. I'll be happy to give you my thoughts. Donald Trump, go Trump. So uh, obviously you're a big fan of Donald Trump. Uh, I guess you like his policies, but uh, are you disturbed by some of the policies that he's, he's raised? No, not at all. I am not disturbed one a bit. He is spot on on every single topic. You know, he needs to bring the United States where it should be, like it was back in the day, 1950. Uh, Ma'am, were you around in 1950? Well, I was, I was, I was about 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, what do you think about uh, some of the things he said today, like uh, uh, the white people are not being offered the vaccine, uh, like they're offering it to Blacks and Latinos, and white people are not getting the same health care services that Blacks and Latinos are saying. Uh, do you find that statement to be accurate or inaccurate? Uh, can I get your thoughts on that? Well, he's absolutely right. Them Nagras and those wetbacks are taking everything from the true Americans. We found this country. And the vaccine should be held for us, but we're not going to take it anyway. So they might as well just take it. Okay. Didn't didn't you actually find the natives that were already living here? Is that who you really found when you got here? Oh, I forgot about them. Um, no comment. Okay. Uh, so let me ask you: um, Do you find Donald Trump to be a moral and ethical leader, or? A little disingenuous because you know some of the some of the things he he's he's done and said you know very questionable did you see him yes he's very moral did you see when he held up that bible to show everybody the second corinthians that shows that he was very moral i have no idea what you tried to lead up to here barbershop.com well well first of all the he had the bible up upside down and he used uh, security to clear out people that were standing outside the gates there so he could do that photo op. Uh, and he called it, uh, what, Corinthians 2 or something like that. It was not, he didn't say 2 Corinthians. But, but beyond that, beyond that, um, you know, Donald Trump has, has done some very questionable things uh, morally, such as uh, he's publicly uh, made the statement that he likes to grab women by the private section. Uh, He's built um, many contractors out of the out of their money from agreements that they've had for working for him. Uh, you know, he paid off prostitutes with 
campaign finance money. Uh, you know, he had that Trump school, which was really, he was ripping people off and the government ordered him to, to pay everybody back. Uh, you, you still think he's a moral and ethical person? Look, the only thing I could talk about is him grabbing the lady's coochies because I got a coochie. I didn't go to the university. I didn't do all that other stuff. But I think it's okay for somebody to grab a female coochie because it may feel pretty good to the female. So I don't see what the big deal is with that. Uh, even by a perfect stranger? Well, if it's a good looking stranger. What if he's orange? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but uh, in essence, I guess uh, you're in support of everything he's saying. Uh, do, do you think the election was stolen? Because he's still repeating that out here. But, uh, you know, all the courts and, and everywhere have ruled that this, this election was not stolen. Uh, he's like zero out of 60-something court cases. And these judges, most of them were Republicans, and many of them were uh, judges that he appointed. But they all said there was no election fraud. Well, I can explain that. First of all, yes, it was stolen, just like a thief steals in the night. Now, this is why all those courts ruled against him. It's simply because he hired them and or appointed them. I don't remember which one he did, but he got them in there. But anyway, if they would have ruled on his behalf, it would have looked like favoritism. So he told them not to do that. That's the only reason why he got zero out of 60 or something like that. That's the real reason. Okay, I just want to be clear on this. So he's telling everybody it was election fraud, that he's really still the, the, the president, and he's got all this uproar going for that. But he told the judges, you know, to rule against him so that he won't be named the president or have a case uh, for the president's, uh, presidency that he's claiming. And that's logical, lady. You, you, you got it figured out. I want to thank you. We'll be moving on. And, <laughs> and please keep your distance from talking about all that grabbing stuff. Okay. Well, thank you for the compliment. And you can speak to me. Uh, you uh barbershop.talk whatever that says on your hoodie you can talk to me anytime it is truly a pleasure interviewing with you it's been a, it's been a pleasure for me but I'm pretty certain this will be the last time we speak <laughs> alright that was our first interview it, it was a dent uh, Casey that lady didn't make any sense to me <laughs> yeah but you wouldn't convince her of that <laughs> no no not at all it all made sense to her yeah, and what, what's up with the grab the coochie? <laughs> Who says that? Uh, Trump. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, now I, I gotta I gotta play the second interview that you did. And this was a um, I actually did it with a child. I mean, I, I thought the yeah. person was a little bit too young to even be there. Yeah, I, I was a little shocked. Uh, you know, maybe what four or five years old and was out rallying. Uh, look, <laughs> yeah. hat it was. Had a handgun strapped to their waist, <laughs> was chewing tobacco. Um, you know, it was a different element. <laughs> it was a totally different. Element. Well, let's just go ahead and do a snippet of that interview. So here we go. Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, young man. Um, your parents said it'd be okay if I interview you. Um, 
for our radio spot. Um, my name is uh, KC. I'm with Barbershop.talk. Uh, do you feel like talking with me today? Well, if you're going to ask me if I want a haircut, the answer is no. I don't want a haircut. So you could just move on because I'm here to go for Donald Trump. Yay, Donald Trump. Well, well, actually, that's actually uh, why I'm here. I want to ask you uh, uh, why you like Donald Trump. I'm not here to, to give you a haircut. I do represent uh, uh, a, a barbershop entity, barbershop.talk podcast, but I'm not here to cut your hair. I just want to find out your thoughts on Donald Trump. Well, I think he's the greatest thing since Similac. You know, Similac is baby food, and it is good, good, good. He is like Similac. He's the best thing for this country. That's absolutely right. Did I answer your question? Uh, well, that's a start, yes. So um, now, is, is it okay if I ask you your age, young man? How old are you? None of your business. Okay. I, I was only uh, trying to let our audience know how wide-reaching Donald, uh, Donald Trump's support was uh, to have supporters as young as you out here at these rallies. That, that's actually pretty impressive. Well, if you look at his rallies, you see people when they go like uh, those colored people. They have blacks for Trump, Latinos for Trump, gay and lesbians for Trump, white, Caucasian for Trump, Nazis for... <laughs> no, not Nazi. I, I, I didn't mean to say that. But, but you know what I'm trying to say. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, so what uh, are the things that Trump says that you like? Because, you know, I'm be honest with you. When I was as young as you were, I was unaware of anything oblivious outside my household. And, you know, here you are at a big political rally and in full support. Uh, so I'm trying to find out just what kind of things the, the Donald Trump says that appeal to you. Well, he said that He's trying to keep all the wealth for my parents so they can give it to me. Because everybody trying to take all the wealth of the country, and we don't think that's necessary. They should just pass it down to the family. And if people don't got it, they don't got it. They should have got it. My people got it. Why do your people got it? So I think it's wrong for them to try to take what we deserve. Okay, so he's telling you that other people are trying to take things away from you, uh, from your people, and uh, for themselves, and and not that other people are trying to have. Oh, here's another young. Is this your older brother here? Uh, but not that other uh, young people. Not that other people should have opportunity, but rather they just want to take things away from you. Is that how you feel about what Donald Trump is saying? Okay, let me, let, me, let me explain two things to you. One, that's not my older brother. We're twins. And I was born first, so it makes me the oldest. Okay, that's the number one. And I'm going to move on. Now, are you okay? I mean, are you all right? Because the reason I'm asking, because you keep repeating everything I tell you. So I just wonder, is the heat getting there? Do you need any of my similar? Or some of my milk because you keep saying the same thing I'm just telling you. I just don't know why you're doing that. That is the silliest thing that I ever heard for a man. How old are you, by the way? 
older. Okay. All right. Somebody older than I am got to repeat what a child is saying. I don't... Un well, okay. You got any other questions? Well, the thing is, I just wanted to make sure that, that I'm reporting uh, exactly what you said and I don't get any of that information wrong. I didn't mean to offend you. And, uh, and it's not so much the heat, but I think you might need that diaper change. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> I do need a change. Did you smell something? I was hoping nobody smelled anything. Well, I wasn't sure it was you, but when those flies started circling, I knew. Those damn flies. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that, oh, I didn't... I mean, boo-boo, I mean, doo-doo, whatever you say. It, I, I gotta go. I'm ending this interview right now. Uh, could you direct me to the nearest restroom? Uh, I'll, I'll have your parents take you. Uh, but this is uh, KC. I think at this point, we're going to kick it over to J-Rod and see who he has to interview. All right, I do appreciate that. Because in fact, when we were on site, he kicked it over to me just like that because we were on different sides of the park interviewing these people. And what was up with that baby? <laughs> he sounded like one of Bebe's kids. <laughs> so Bebe got around. He didn't just have black kids. He has some white kids. <laughs> See, I was talking to everybody. Trying to do an interview with Dookie in his diaper. All right. Well, if that is the case, because we do have another interview, and this interview that I did, and the fact, uh, I, I got to describe this. There was this guy that was strange looking, and I mean, he was really strange looking. Um, he was all red. He was in red. So I just simply went over there and asked him, you know, could ask him some questions, and this is what he said. So I'm just going to go ahead and play it for you, and um, you just listen to the interview. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? Um, you look very familiar. What is your name? I thought you looked familiar. You're the devil. <laughs> hey, is it okay if I call you Mr. Devil? <laughs> All right, okay. All right, Mr. Devil. Well, how did you end up at this Trump rally? I'm curious. Well, he's doing a very good job because you probably got a lot of people going to hell when they follow this dude. So, I, let me do you have an expansion policy down in the hell? I mean, are you building like a new stadium? I didn't know you had roaches in hell. <laughs> Roaches. <laughs> well, the devil can't kill roaches. What's up? But I do agree that you said that Trump was your number one fan, number one supporter. And, and I'm not surprised that you uh, uh, recruited him. And yes, he's bringing a lot of people down there to hell. 
Do you have any assistance down there? <laughs> I'm just curious. Anybody to help you out? Your right hand man yeah. or your, or a devilette or anything like that? A little hell of humor there. <laughs> Hey, get away from that microphone, man. Whoever you are. Uh, okay, Mr. Dev, I got a few more questions for you. You know, I'm on a serious now. Uh, have you talked to God lately? Hey. I was just a question. Have you talked to God lately? Well, I hate to break the news to you, Mr. Devil. You can't hurt me because God's my protector. Oh, <laughs> curses, 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 curses. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, I'm going to see if I can get out of here. I'm going to throw it back over to Casey while I get me a drink of water because the devil may be hot. <laughs> All right, take it away, Casey. All right, thank you, J-Rod. So we're here at the Trump rally. Uh, we have a... a a vast array of people, but all of them seem to be, hmm, how can we say this? Uh, redneck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and get out of this. Get out of this. In fact, what I'm going to do, uh, Casey, I'm going to let Trump music lead us into recognizing our sponsors. How's that? How's that? Uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. No, I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we get back to the barbershop.talk and recognize our sponsor. Here we go. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Hey. Hey. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in MIA. All right. This is where Barbershop.talk recognizes their sponsor. Our very first sponsor is King Cat, who's the owner of Out the Way Studio, who's so kind to allow us to use his studio every Tuesday night, which we greatly appreciate. We also have a custom clothing line. If you want any custom clothing, hats, scarves, uh, masks, made, go ahead and email King Cap and place an order. That is King Cap, K I N G K A P 317 at gmail.com. Again, that's King, K-I-N-G, CAP, that's with a capital K, A-P-317 at gmail.com. And also, our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop, located in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. And I believe this is a good chance to bring you an update. Yes, if you had listened to our, our episodes, you realize that a vehicle actually ran into the shop. And we've been bringing updates on our podcast every week, keeping our listeners and our customers aware of the progress of the repairs. And the repairs are coming along nicely. We anticipate that we should be up within the week. We appreciate your patience, and please come in and see us when we are up and running. It's a party out in MIA. It's a party out in MIA. Come and party in a city where the lights don't dim down. Come and- you know, right. some I just something about that tune I really, really like. Oh, yeah. It is fantastic. That's bumping. That's yeah. bumping. But you know, and I also want to thank King Cap for sponsoring our, our trip out to Arizona. 
And uh, I'm hoping that he'll sponsor our next trip to Las Vegas or something. Just let us interview some people out there. But Yeah, that would be know. nice. That would be super <laughs> nice. Yes, thank you, King Cat. And please, I don't care what airlines you select. Just get me out in Vegas. All right. With that being said. How did that get back in here? Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> The monkey in the road. That's speed up. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> All right. That was the music played at Donald Trump rally. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of, um, you know, a lot of things going on. Uh, promoting Donald Trump, talking about he's he's going to run, and I think that uh, we need to continue to stay involved in the voting process. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, big time. And I think one of the things that we need to do is um, we need to stay educated in the mm-hmm. process. We need to stay educated when it comes to our political positions, why we vote in the way that we vote, and I think that is a disservice that we do unto ourselves when we don't do that. Yeah, and, and one quick commentary. So Republicans around the country at the state level are passing all kind of legislation to make it uh, more difficult uh, for us to vote or, or limiting our access. But we have to be that much more diligent. It's even more important in 2022 that we come out and vote than it was in 2020. So let's not, uh, let's not just feel uh, depleted and dejected we have to get up, get active. It is our duty to get out there and, and cast those ballots so that things don't go backwards. Absolutely. Well said, Casey. You know, what I'm going to do, listeners, I'm going to play a game, and I'm going to play the game with you. And so I'm just going to throw out a question to you. It's a political question. And, what I'm gonna, and then I'm going to pause. Then I want to see if you can answer that question, and then I'm going to give you the answer. All right? Matter of fact, I'll probably let Arthur give you the answer. The first one is, what is a filibuster? Think about that, because a lot of that been on the news lately. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? I'm going to give you a few seconds. Here's the answer. In the United States Senate, a filibuster is a tactic employed by opponents of a proposed law to prevent the measure's final passage. Thus, the minority could extend debate on a bill. Now, it, who put that in? Who put it in there is that you can defeat a vote by a filibuster. In other words, you are delaying the uh, the issue or the bill to get on the floor to debate. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a sneaky little thing because they're not saying kill the bill. We're not going to talk about this. Keep delaying it right. and delaying it and delaying Keep it. Keep the actual vote from happening. And then the bad part about it is originally when they did the filibuster, People had to actually be there present on the floor to defeat the bill. But then they watered it down. And now you can just say, hey, I'm filibustering. And you can leave and go to a bar down the street. And then the filibuster process is still going on. They definitely need to change that. They definitely do. But they're only going to change it with the the pressure from the people. Now, here's another one. I'll give you another question. Here you go, listeners. This is what it is. All right. What political party... Did George Washington belong to? All right. I'll give you about 10 seconds to answer that. 
cherry tree party, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that fucked me pretty good guess. But here's the answer. Not belong to a political party. He ran as a nonpartisan candidate in the presidential elections of 1789 and 1792. To this day, Washington is the only U.S. president to have been unanimously elected by the Electoral College. All right. And if you didn't hear that, he did not belong to a political party. That's correct. Absolutely. The one and he's only. the only president not to belong to a political party. And something else unique about George Washington's presidency. All right. The first and only president to have wooden teeth. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not hear that. <laughs> but I know what they boy. He's a gangster if he did it with teeth. <laughs> George Washington was a gangster. All right. Okay. Well, I got another one. I got another question that I'm going to ask you. Now, now here's one that uh very curious. And this will be my last question. You know, how many seats are there in the House of Representatives? All right. It is 435 voting representatives. In fact, what I'm going to do, I know our time is running short, so I'm going to go ahead and tie this up. And we're going to talk about more political questions in our future podcast. But at this point, we're going to go ahead and sign off. So I'm just going to hand it over to you, Casey. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved.